Well, team, let me tell you something. Coming into tonight's game, Coach Anderson had previously beaten every single school in the Big East Conference and every single coach in the Big East Conference. All of them except for one team. That team being the Scene Hall Pirates. And tonight, Kevin Willard, the mouse coach that he is, he's a good coach, respect him, don't like looking at him, jumped out to an 18-0 lead and it looked like they were going to stay the lone team that we have yet to be under Coach Mike Anderson. Fortunately for us, we do have Coach Mike Anderson because that guy stayed cool as a cucumber. He didn't fret. He didn't panic. He stayed calm. He let the game plan take care of itself. And his team slowly but surely inched their way back into a game and more so than not dominated after the first 10 minutes of that game. After falling down 18 to nothing and being down 10 points at the half, they win 81 to 71 going away to pick up their 10th Big East win. They lock up at least a fifth place or higher finish in the Big East, depending on how Xavier does tonight. Securing a bye. They don't have to play the first night of the Big East tournament, tournament, and that is a rarity. You know that much. Uh, It's almost as rare as me saying tournament correctly the first time. Christ! But what a win, guys. I mean, this is becoming all too familiar. I mean, the Providence game previously was almost the same thing. Down 11 at halftime, came back, dominated in the second half. Tonight, we outscored Seton Hall by 20 points in the second half. Led, of course, by Julian Champagny. 22 points, 7 or 15 from the field. Some huge free throws down the stretch. Some big baskets. A huge dunk in the first half to kind of ignite us, get the wheels turning. Um, outplayed um, Mamu for the most part. Mamu was 15 points, 6 for 13 from the field. Did have 10 rebounds and 4 assists. Uh, but was kind of, you know, felt like a ghost for big chunks of those games. That game didn't didn't hear from him for big portions of the game, um, and Julian Champagny does what he does: hit big shots, timely shots, let us in scoring. A quiet twenty-two points. Uh, our backcourt: Greg Williams and Rasheem Dunn. Again, a second-half performance. Both of those guys kicked it up a notch. Greg finished with eleven points. He had five rebounds and five assists. Dunn also had five rebounds and five assists. He had seven points. Um, they didn't really do too much in the first half. Second half, much better. Cole also had some big shots in the second half. He finished with eight points, had two threes. Speaking of threes, Marcellus Erlington, two big threes to close it out. He had four in the game, also had six rebounds, a couple, including a couple big ones down the stretch. Big minutes. Our bench continues to be a big story. Tonight was not Moore's night for whatever reason. He didn't get many minutes after that first uh, few he got in the first half. Took some perhaps ill-advised threes, and he didn't get back into the game. Uh, but our bench still was able to uh, make a significant impact and uh, outplay Seton Hall's bench to the point of perhaps making the difference in the game. Our bench had, let's see, 26, 40, uh, 33 points from our bench compared to only 16 from Seton Hall, so more than doubled their points off the bench. That's 14 from Dylan Wusu. The freshman had a big game. Uh, he also got robbed of an and one in the first half. I don't want to talk about that charge they called him, and I hate, I hate it. I hate it so much. Uh, he was five or six from the field. He had 14 points, three assists. He did have four turnovers. That's a reoccurring theme for him. Erlington, 12 points. Josh Roberts had four points, two rebounds, good active minutes, had a nice 
big block in the second half. Uh, Toro did some decent things in the second half, energy-wise, an offensive rebound comes to mind. McGriff was rock solid in the first half. He settled us down, sparked us um, a little bit, got us back into the game after that big 18-0 hole. Uh, he had a couple decent minutes in the second half, and it's good to see him getting better as the season goes on. Uh, with the news that Dunn won't be back, uh, we'll see what happens with McGriff. If he does stick around, his, his role will increase. Uh, he does seem like a point guard who could play in Coach Anderson's system. Um, but what a great win. I mean, the game just completely changed after those first minutes when we were down 18 nothing. Um, we started the game off 0 for 10 from the floor. We finished the game 29 for 56, so we were 29 for 46 the rest of the way of the game. Um, quick math tells me one second. I can get it for you. I can get it for you. I mean, it's a little less, it's a little better than 60%. 29 divided by 46. 63%. Okay. 63% from that point forward. All right. So our offense just cruised. We were getting looks going towards the basket. We were hitting our open shots from three. Um, I mean, you see those numbers. We did have a couple, uh, <laughs> a couple fortuitous bounces. Erlington three, a Wusu three come to mind. But hey, who gives a shit? The one thing that did even out was. Uh, Champagne was one for six from three, so that's not really something that happens very often. But aside from that, the rest of the team was nine for 16 from three. We were 13 from 16 from the free throw line. Again, another solid night from the line. That's been a continued theme. And uh, it just feels freaking good, guys. It feels good to finish the season strong. After those slip-ups against DePaul and the you know expected loss to Villanova, it seemed like a repeat type season where St. John's was going to show flashes, but then they were going to crumble towards the end. It was going to be all for naught, you know. But to get these two wins to to finish off the season really gives us hope, okay. We're going into the Big East tournament with some serious stakes. We just took Seton Hall's spot on the bubble, all right. We're probably not in, but we're right on the outside, and we're giving us a chance to play against another right-on-the-fringe team in the first round, um, either Xavier or Seton Hall, correct, uh, uh, one of those two teams. And if we beat them, we'll jump that team. If it's Xavier, if it's Seton Hall, we're already ahead of him. But it's another boost to our resume. And we'll get a chance to play, potentially, a really uh, hampered Villanova team or whoever knocks them off. But that's getting too far ahead of ourselves. Let's celebrate this one, okay? Let's celebrate the fact that we've got a team and it's 8-9 getting deeper as the season goes. Hopefully Posh will be able to play in the Big East Tournament. <laughs> Jeez. Because... Uh, he needs to get that, that feel for that garden floor. And the garden floor needs to get a feel for Pasha Alexander. Um, and with him on our home court, there's not a team in this Big East tournament that we can't beat. You know, we beat every single team, Sands, uh, Creighton. And uh, it doesn't look like Creighton's going to be on the same side of the bracket as us. So we won't see break Creighton until the um, Big East final. I think no matter what, we won't see two and threes locked up. I think the one, two, threes are locked up. That's Nova, Creighton, UConn. So no matter what, if we're regardless of what happens tonight, we're either the four or the five. So we won't see the two or the three until a potential championship game. So we wouldn't see either Creighton or UConn. And those are probably our two toughest matchups. I know I'm going too far ahead, but I'm just talking. It's fun to think about this shit as a St. John's fan. Remember, remember, Coach Anderson has never lost a Big East tournament game. One and a half and zero. Um, but tonight... Let's celebrate. It's a Saturday night. I am pretty buzzed. I am pretty happy. I won some money on the game. I didn't freeze up and 
and uh, bail on the bet once they're down 18 nothing. I actually doubled down, so I won big. We won big. Johnny's all day. I'm going to be honest. This is what I'm going to probably have to go back and watch, you know. Like I said, I was having a lot of fun, a lot of emotions, good and bad throughout this game. So I might have got caught up throughout a few things. I want to go back and watch it really, really, you know, relish it. Maybe I'll do a deep dive just in these last two games soon prior to the Big East tournament. Um, but let's go root for Marquette, I guess. Theo John, he's probably got another game in him before he turns 37. Uh, let's go use that to beat Xavier. How about that? Huh? How about that? Um, but guys, thank you for turning in. Thank you for tuning in <laughs> to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. For Pat Kane, I am Anthony Mason. Peace!